The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by The Rock Place, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, By Design Cabinetry, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years, specializing in orthopedic injuries. Their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. 26 minutes past the hour, 27 minutes now, it changed on me as I said that, 27 minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock, here in Columbia, Tennessee. We now bring in AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. <laughs> Have you ever gotten an introduction like that? That's pretty good. I, you know, <laughs> many of you, did you record that so I could uh, <laughs> use that as my uh, text ring? Or, That's your you ringtone now? Your ring back tone so everyone has to listen to it every time they call you. Well, I do have an interesting ringtone. Uh, somebody put, uh, put together uh, a, an intro for me last late last season of all the times that Mike Grabel says, Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. <laughs> so uh, that's so the good. current ringtone on my work cell phone, so I will admit to that. Well, uh, this will be available on a podcast later today, so we'll, if you want we'll to take cut it out that out you. and um, use it, we can we can make that happen. <laughs> well, I might. I tell you, though, it, 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 it's – been an interesting two weeks i will say that i mean i've covered this franchise since they moved to the state uh you know games in memphis vanderbilt uh, the run to the super bowl you know there's been a lot of news made by this franchise over the years but over the last two weeks it it, it was at a different level as one of the top stories not just in tennessee not just in the nfl but in the country as the first uh, nfl team to deal with a COVID 19 outbreak and then to see what they did last night, guys, uh, that was nothing short of impressive. I mean, use all the cliches, circle the wagons, backs against the wall, everybody against us, uh, and we, we're all we got. But uh, Tennessee Tough, if you saw the Titans video that they put out yesterday, which uh, was nicely well done on their part, but uh, that was a performance. They, let's put it this way. The Titans made the Bills, who were 4-0, coming into this game and people were looking at them as one of the best in the NFL, not just the AFC. And they made them look like the Jaguars. At one point last night, I texted you. I don't know if you saw it late or if you saw it and ignored me because you were busy, but um, I texted you. I think it was at some point in the third quarter and asked which team had the COVID issues. Yes. And, and and trust me, after I wrote uh, with my colleagues' help in Buffalo, feeding me all sorts of wonderful tidbits, but, you know, once I wrote what we called our breakout story on the Bills, I mean, you know, Bills fans were, you know, like, wait a minute, we had people out, we didn't have Tredavious White, we didn't have, their other starting, starting cornerback was put on IR last week, uh, you know, but guys, they started Josh Norman. Josh Norman, who had a really good game against the Raiders a week ago, the Ra wow. you know, a, a Raiders, a team that beat the Chiefs, and Josh Norman, a guy that 
Derrick Henry <laughs> turned into <laughs> <I was> gonna... <laughs> meme legend of the. I mean, how many? I, I've lost count of how many I've seen. I mean, you know, NFL memes has a good compilation of some of them. Uh, CBS Sports HQ had one where he was essentially out of the world. I, I do like the one where he's turned into a DJ Jazzy Jeff and thrown out of the house. <laughs> Uh, but hey, Dave you know, Foster had a nice one of him getting thrown across the Cumberland River. Nice, uh, but that's the thing. You know, this is a, 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 the Titans still don't have. They've got so many guys still missing. I think they still have like seven, and I'm not even counting Isaiah Wilson, who's been on the reserve COVID list since September 6th. You know, they've got. They had. I'm counting by my count seven key guys that were not available to them yesterday that includes Camille Correa, Christian Fulton who they activated off the reserve list yesterday mm-hmm. but then put them on the inactive list cuz that would have been a lot to ask of those guys to suddenly go from you know being on that reserve list dealing with this virus and then suddenly playing a game you know they've got to work to get some of these back they were very lucky the two guys they absolutely needed back last night Daquan Jones and Bo Brinkley and they got those two guys back uh, but this is still a team that you know, it is undermanned, depleted is the word I used. And the Bills people are like, well, wait a minute, we had this, we didn't have this, we didn't have this. And it's like, people, you're not dealing with a COVID outbreak where a disease that they're having to check EKGs and things like that before you can come back to play. And they could practice. At least they could practice. That was my point. Yes, indeed. The Titans, let's not forget that. 16 days between games since they last left the field in Minnesota, September 27th. They had a walkthrough on, on Saturday because they hadn't done anything officially as a team in, in, in two weeks. And they had a practice on Sunday, a practice that was limited to coaches, players, and trainers. And Ryan Tannehill said they had a couple of uh, coaches filling in in the DB area to help them get through that Sunday practice. And then a walkthrough Monday, uh, day before the game. So they had two walkthroughs, one practice, and then went out there and showed that here's where I think their continuity, guys. You know, 10 of the 11 starters back on offense from the team that was in the AFC Championship game. And then you look at the uh, across the board on defense, you know, that yes, they've had some changes there, but this is a veteran group, and they were able to pay attention and closely monitor through the Zoom meetings and the attention to detail. And I know that they've been hammered outside of Nashville for those uh, sessions that they had on September 30th. But, uh, you know, the DBs gathered at Rose Park next to Belmont. Uh, You know, we all know about the session at NBA with Ryan Tannehill and a group. But they were still expecting to play the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday. And if you play football at all, you understand the challenge that comes with suddenly you can't go from zero to 60 in a heartbeat against the Steelers, a team that is known for playing physically. So they were trying to get in condition, but they were doing most of this preparation by Zoom together in meeting virtually and then went out and put that smack down there. Smackdown is the the correct terminology. It really is. Actually. Yeah, yeah. The scientific term. <laughs> no question. And and so Teresa, uh, as Chris was mentioning earlier, we're we're sitting at lunch yesterday, and a certain media outlet puts out its NFL power rankings, and I guess because it's Tuesday, it's when they come out. But yep. they had the, <laughs> they had the Bills listed fifth in those power rankings and the Titans listed eighth. I mean, I think in retrospect, maybe they're wishing they had held on to those a day. 
Yes, I did see one this morning that had the Titans uh, fifth overall. Uh, I didn't look to see where their bills were. But, guys, this is nothing new. I've covered this team since 97. Uh, When the Titans are good, you know, even when they were good, you know, power rankings weren't quite the thing back in, you know, from 99 through 2003 when they were kind of at the height of their power in in this uh, tenure here in Tennessee. But the idea that – this team just gets kind of ignored, and the fact that they've been in the you know the news nationally for two weeks now for this outbreak, we've seen the calls, the calls for them to forfeit games, which was never going to happen because the NFL that's going to be mm-hmm. the worst last case scenario that they ever go to. Why? Because the other team has to forfeit paychecks as well. Okay, nobody wants to do that in the NFL or the PA. Um, then you had, you know, they're like, oh, they had to be doing something wrong. And, you know, we saw last night, Jay Feely said that Goodell told him they did not willingly violate protocol. <coughs> Sorry. Let me catch a, bre- a drink real quick. <coughs> Sorry. Very dry this morning. And You're then, right? you, you know, yeah, uh, too many allergy medicines. What can I say? <laughs> not, a, not enough hydration this morning. But, you know, they were wanting fines, draft picks taken, you know, suspend. I mean, you know, I don't know if it was Florio or what said locally on radio last week, you know, million dollar fine, you know, suspensions for Robinson and Mike Brable for the rest of the year. And it's like, wait a minute, are we? Are we suddenly talking Bounty Gate? You know, even Spygate yeah, two for the uh, Patriots only got a one point one million dollar fine. And you know, I I was on the NFL call yesterday with Roger Goodell, and I had the first question for the commissioner, and I asked him how this review was going, and about the possibility of punishment for the Titans. And what he made clear was that you know that it's you know they're trying to deal with this situation. It's not about punishment. It's about keeping people safe. You know, so there's been quite the bloodlust out there to, to just hammer the Titans. And I don't understand it. It's like they're looking for a scapegoat. It's like, oh, no, it's in the NFL. Let's blame them. And, you know, leave, leave, get away from us. And it's like, you know, as, as Kevin Meyer said on Saturday, we weren't trying to be the team that got COVID. You <laughs> right. know, nobody is. And as the, if they, if the, and the proof is, in fact, that the NFL and the NFLPA has tightened the protocols over these last two weeks. And Dr. Alan Sills, the chief medical officer for the league, who actually lives in Franklin, said yesterday that they have learned a lot in the last two to three weeks. That's why they have adjusted their protocols. It's why they're going to be doing game day testing is to try to close every loophole that they can to stop this disease from ravaging teams. Yeah, I think that's one of the the big issues is that the Titans followed the protocol in place. It just so happened that the the poor kid who got who brought it to the facility tested negative and and was carrying it. It's not like they cheated and they certainly didn't get COVID on purpose to get a competitive advantage. <laughs> but but again, you know, going back to the power rankings with the the bills at five and the titans at eight you know before the game is played it's just like we talk about it with the atlanta braves they just don't get any respect and it and that sounds like you know sour grapes on the fans part to some degree but i i think it's it I don't. I don't really know any other way to explain it other than just well, a lack of respect. I know who can explain it. Well, that's the story of my life. No respect. No well, respect. Rodney Dangerfield can tell you. Yeah, I get no respect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was better than the original. <laughs> but here's the. Th- that's. But that's exactly it. This franchise has to go out and earn it. I mean, you know. 
and and guess what? They're doing just that. I mean, uh, I I, re- I retweeted this morning, and it's an incredible stat. Uh, for anybody who's not sure, Ryan Tannehill's number since becoming the Titans starter, 14 starts with the Titans, and it compared to the last 14 starts for Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP. And guys, what we're seeing, both have the same record, 11 and 3. Uh, Mahomes has like 72 more passing yards. Uh, but guess what? Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill has three more touchdown passes and a better passer rating. So, and I saw a stat on TV that uh, since the start of 2019, you know, Tannehill's got four scrambles for a touchdown. And, you know, so he, he is putting together a season that uh, and production here in Tennessee with this offense and with these players that could have him in the mix for MVP talk at the end of the season. Now, I do think that Russell Wilson is running away with that award right now, but you know, the Titans are, if they keep playing this way, people are going to have to pay attention to them and they're going to have to notice them. They're second in the league in red scoring touchdowns in the red zone. They're sixth in points right now, ninth in points allowed defensively. Uh, and that's a huge reason and why they're 4-0. And Tannehill is really putting in check those folks that were saying, well, the league is going to catch up to him. Well, you know, there's no way he can maintain this given what he did in Miami, that kind of thing. Maybe it's not him. Maybe what happened in Miami was Miami. Oh, Mo, you're completely right. I mean, I saw one meme last night uh... – that, uh, you know, hey, Lev, look what happens when you get away from Gase. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I've, I'm a kid who was born south of Miami, so I've been a Dolphins fan most of my life. I used to watch Brian Greasy I've got play. a cousin that played for Miami. See? And, and if you have any connection and have followed the Dolphins at all over the last decade, for sure, you know how dysfunctional that program has been, changing coaches. I mean, shoot, look at the Dolphins. They drafted Ryan Tannehill, a guy who'd only played a few, you know relative few games in college, converted receiver mm-hmm. as their quarterback. And, you know, he is just what we're seeing as an athlete. And, you know, here he's got Derrick Henry. He's got, you know, an offensive line. You know, things that Miami struggled to put into place for him in with the Dolphins. And, uh, oh, yeah, he's got a good coordinator in Arthur Smith. So uh, it, it, it does matter who you play with, who you're coached by, and who you're surrounded with. And, you know, that's the thing. There's a reason why the Titans signed him to a four-year contract. Remember a few months ago when people were like, oh, that's too much money. Don't pay him that. Get him for $16 million a year. He's just not worth that. And it's like right now the Titans still – at $118 million over four years, got a still. Yeah, and, and when the talk was that they were signing him and not signing Derrick Henry, you know, this is such a quarterback-driven league. Um, I mean, I certainly would not advocate for not having Derrick Henry on this team, but this is a quarterback-driven league. And obviously they were able with J-Rob to get the best of both worlds and get both those guys signed. And obviously you're – reaping the rewards of it and hope to continue to do so for a long time to come. Well, exactly. And, and here's the thing, you know, the two of them together on that offense, did you see how many times I think Brian Baldinger had a great video breakdown this morning. The bills were working to stop Derrick Henry, you know, Derrick Henry is averaging like 3.7 yards a carry and they are daring Tannehill to beat them. And they beat them last night without two of their top three receivers. You know, he was throwing, you know, a 20 yard dime to Khalif Raymond. 
uh, you know, on third and 20. Uh, he, you know, AJ Brown hadn't played since September 14th and he comes in, boom, uh, seven catches for 82 yards. Mm-hmm. I think the final numbers were so, and a touchdown. So, uh, they're able to make those pieces work. And right now, Derek Henry isn't complaining. He, you know, he's been Alabama eyes. So he knows that teams are trying to stop him and he is more than happy to get the yards when he can. And oh yeah, toss a defensive back on the ground when he needs to. <laughs> I really need to see a Derek Henry stiff arm compilation video. Oh, some, we need to put that out on the, I don't, you you know, know, so that somebody will do that. Twitter only allows two minutes and 20 seconds. I'm not sure we can get them all in there. Well, you know, you might have to yeah. do it on YouTube then, but, but that, that yeah. needs to happen. Somebody needs to make that happen. Oh, I, I completely agree guys. It, what he does with that and his, his line last night, I mean, Derek Henry doesn't, you know, share, you know, it, it's tough. He's a tough nut to crack, so to speak, but you know, his line that he has to uh, work on those curls or ease up on the curls. Ease up on yeah. the curls, yeah. Yeah. That was tremendous. Uh, there are any number of defensive backs in the NFL, some that are out of the NFL, Earl Thomas, who would um, agree with that assessment. Ease up, on the, <laughs> ease up on the curls, D. Henry. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Josh Norman, Earl Thomas, uh, everybody in Jacksonville. Pretty much, it, it's it's fun to watch what they've done to those guys. Absolutely, Teresa Walker, AP sports editor here in Tennessee. Thank you so much for for taking time again for joining us. It's uh, it's always a pleasure, and we look forward to having you on more often, especially as this Titans season continues. And I I have to imagine, especially in a couple of weeks when they play the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, it, it, think about this: the Titans have the uh, Texans coming in this weekend, and uh, yeah, the Steelers. Uh, I'm trying to remember when they play the Ravens. Oh, yeah, November 1st. So it, this could be another AFC showdown of two undefeated teams. And for, for the top spot, in number one seed at the moment in the AFC, who would have ever thought that? Got to thank the Raiders some for that, though. That's okay. That's what happens in the NFL. And, you know, guess what? I, I got a feeling Mike Vrabel has got uh, – talking points to keep guys on point and this is a veteran enough team i don't see their heads getting that big might have happened to the bills though (laughs) go figure all right once again Teresa walker ap sports editor here in tennessee we appreciate your time thanks so much thank you so much chris and mo talk to we'll talk to you soon t there we go absolutely (laughs) all right when we come back it is wild and wacky wednesday we've got Ridiculous stories of snake encounters, school bus. Snakes on a plane, though. Not snakes on a plane, no. School bus, um, escapades, and Halloween decorations that are so scary. People keep calling 911. And all that and more on Wild Wacky Wednesday. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Born and Joint.